بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على خاتم النبيين وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Here we are continuing to discuss the case of monophism or توحيد that case which have we have already explained so many times that Allah تبارك وتعالى have informed us in his holy book that every messenger he has sent to human beings sons of Adam that they are calling them first of all to monophism. وما أرسلنا من قبلك من رسول إلا نوحي إليه أنه لا إله إلا أنا فاعبدون. So in this case, a Muslim really should give more and more importance to the case of monophism or توحيد. Tonight we are discussing another topic. May maybe some people will say. This should be in the side of fiqh, not in the side of tawheed or monophism. Actually, there is a very strong connection between swearing or making a lot of swearing or making swearing frequently and the case of monophism or tawheed. That connection should be said that glorifying Allah wa ta'ala is a very important side of tawheed, monophism. And a person who is make, using the name of Allah and a lot of swearing, even if he is telling the truth, is showing some kind of disrespect to Allah wa Taala by using his name a lot. What about the person who is using the name of Allah and wrong things, swearing on wrong things and lies? Then this is truly clear that this person is not respecting Allah wa Taala. In this chapter, you will see, inshallah, that the author, rahimahullah, both one ayah and four hadith. The ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَحْفَظُوا أَيْمَانَكُمْ Have here protection or keeping the swearing or oath required by Allah wa ta'ala means different cases. First case is that to keep our oath or swearing from being repeated a lot. When a person gives a swearing or a lot, he should really stick to it. Because if he doesn't, then he is really using the name of Allah wa ta'ala in the wrong way. Actually, we can say, if we want to make it easy and summarize, to say that protection of the name of Allah wa ta'ala or keeping the name of Allah wa ta'ala in our art comes in four cases, four cases, to keep the, uh, the art of Allah the name of Allah in the beginning, and yani not to use it a lot, unless there is a need for it. Why all to, to say, Wallahi, 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 or Tallahi, or Billahi, because the Arabic language could mean three ways of making the swearing. And you can see in the Holy Book of Allah Allah is using swearing, but not by the name of Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, sometimes. And sometimes he say he uses name subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَوَرَبِّكَ Allah is using his name mentioning Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa by your Lord. But majority of swearing in the Quran you will find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using so many things to swear with. And we have to remember also that swearing by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a must for every Muslim. Upon the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he said the meaning of that, whoever wants to swear, must swear by the name of Allah, or don't swear. 
من كان حالفا فليحلف بالله او ليصمت. So but what about the case that the person is using the name of Allah تبارك وتعالى a lot. We'll come to this point but this is in the first place that we are not supposed to use this name frequently. The second kind or, or type when a person making us and he breaks it. Yani he swears that he will do this in the future but he doesn't. Or he swears he will not do this in the future and he doesn't. The third one when he breaks it he doesn't pay kafara. Okay? Because as you will see later on that a person who is making art and he is not going with this art as supposed to be then he is required to pay kafara. And we will discuss this inshallah in a few minutes. The fourth one is as we said just before minutes ago that it should be only by the name of Allah. Any swearing by a Muslim should be by the name of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Yani not to swear by the father or by the mother or by children or by anything else. Even by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It's only for Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Upon the words of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam himself when he said, Man kana halifan falyahlif billah. Awliya. Yani whether he swears by Allah or he should keep silent. So obeying Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this case we say, Nobody is allowed to swear by someone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ulama rahimahumullah, they made swearing by someone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the level of minor shirk, minor polytheism, which is a dangerous case. It's not a major, yes, true, but it's still very dangerous. It's worse than the major sins or kabar. This ayah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, وَحْفَظُوا أَيْمَانَكُمْ is telling us to keep our oath in each case. Not to use it a lot. And if we use it, we should stick to it. If we break it, we should pay kafara. That's the case where we mentioned by this ayah. So a Muslim should be very clear, very careful in this case. The, ayah, the second evidence is the hadith of Abu Huraira رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول الحلف منفقة للسلعة ممحقة للكسب Narrated by Al-Bukhari and Muslim. What does this hadith mean? It means that some people are using us in selling and buying. If he wants to sell something, he makes a lot of swearing that this is good quality, this is very high expensive, and it's about it with this much money, and he's swearing, but he's lying. The other way around, the person who wants to buy, he swears that he found the same Yani, uh, think in some other place, a lot of this cheaper, cheaper than this one, and he swears for that. Okay, this swearing in here is actually going to destroy, destroy what is he gaining, or destroy what he is selling. How is that? Destroying in here is actually from two sides. A side where it is going to destroy this thing itself. Or the money itself. It will go on an accident, it will go on, on fire, whatever. The other one is that it will be destroyed in the case of non-touchable. Barakah will not be there. He will have a lot of money, he will have a fancy car, he will, but he is not going to have Barakah on that, so he is going to have a lot of trouble with that thing, however, one way or another. And you know that Barakah is not a case that you see 
somebody says, you know, what is barakah? We say a guy who is having 10,000 riyals in his account in the bank. 10,000 is 10,000. With barakah or without barakah? No. No, not true. It's 10,000 years. Numbers the same. One and five zeros. Yes, true. Or six zeros. Right. What is the difference in here? The difference is that barakah comes in here. The money, everything you buy with it, you're going to use it for things good for you in dunya and akhirat. Barakah is a person who is having 1,000 riyal, he will buy something, good things for him in this dunya, and a good thing for him also on judgment day. If it has no barakah, one of the ways to destroy this money is to use it as something which is hurting the person. A, bur- a wealthy person is having a lot of money and he's buying alcohol to destroy himself, or buying drugs. Do you think there is a barakah in this money? There is no barakah in this money. Money is used for, to destroy the person himself, it's no, no barakah of course. But we can't say that this 1,000 riyal is not the same as uh, 1,000 riyal. It's 1,000 riyal, no difference. One, three zeros. But it is the same number, but different in the case of barakah. The value, the valuable of this, of this money is literally not the same. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even sometimes shows the barakah in the case of touchable things. A guy buys a car with clean money, barakah money, money with barakah. This car, subhanAllah, will stay with him without trouble. I know a lot of brothers, mashallah, good people like you, they buy the car, and this car stays within six, five, seven years with no trouble. He never goes to workshop. All he has to do is just fuel it, change the oil, that's all. Subhanallah, what happened to this guy? What happened? While the others, subhanAllah, they buy the car, and they face a lot of trouble of this car, it stops in here, it stops in there, an accident here, it's in there. What's the problem? Probably the case of barakah. So, a person who is using the art or using this wearing to sell his things by lying to people that, well, like, this book is, is, is very expensive, I bought it for uh, 20 riyals. So I sell it for you only 22 riyals, I need only 2 riyals. Big liar. He bought it only for 10 riyals and he wants 12 riyals extra. Yes, this, the buyer may accept what his, his you know, especially if he's swearing by Allah Taala, then he will say, okay, how do you, since he swear, I'll take it from you for 23 years. He got 23 years, and he had, yani, uh, extra 12 years from his original money. But actually this 12 years is no barakah. With no barakah, because he took it by this wrong way, using the name of Allah in the wrong way. Five first, of course, the other guy who is selling, or buying. Muhammad gave us this strange word, but we just look, listen to it. Mamhaqa. Mahq in Arabic means to destroy. Mamhaqatul lilkas. Whatever he is gaining is going to be destroyed. Destroyed, as we said, as you can see it, or destroyed mentally by the case of barakah that is lost. The other hadith is Salman al-Farisi radiallahu anhu arda narrated that Rasulullah said, Thalatha la yukallimuhum Allah. ولا يزكيهم ولهم عذاب أليم وشيم طنزان وعائل مستكبر ورجل جعل الله بضاعته لا يشتري إلا بيمينه ولا يبيع إلا بيمينه هي مشت three guys three people that Allah سبحانه وتعالى will not talk to them in judgment day and will not bless them in the judgment day and he will punish them severely in the judgment day who are these three not names but types of people the first type is the an old man who makes zina. Why? What's the difference between old man and, and young man? Oh, big difference. 
an old man, he's already خلاص يعني he's not like a young man, strong and healthy and he an old man خلاص an old man. What does he need for dinner? نعوذ بالله. Same thing for the case of عائل مستكبر. A poor guy and he is having arrogance. Yeah, and sometimes you say if the rich man is making an arrogance by himself, and himself is, if, is that possible? Is that acceptable? Of course. But it's possible. It's possible because he's having the money and all the people who are serving him and all the people are giving him a lot of... Yeah, okay. It's not allowed in Islam. It's not acceptable in Islam. But when you, when you look to the guy who is already poor and he has no money, no, no anything that people will serve him for that and he's still he's having an arrogance. Arrogance in here is really not acceptable. Look at Iblis. Iblis actually was a very hard worshipper to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. And Allah Tabaraka mentioned to us in his holy book. إِلَّا إِبْلِيسَ كَانَ مِنَ الْجِنِّ فَتَقَعَ عَنْ أَمِرَ رَبَّهِ He was jinn, he's not an angel. But Allah upgraded him from level of jinn to, to the, the heavens to worship Allah with, with the angels. Because he was a hard worshipper. He was a jinn and he was a hard worshipper, so Allah upgraded him from the level of jinn to be with the angels. He's still a jinn, but he's upgraded to be with the angels in the heavens. But subhanAllah, because of arrogance, that man lost everything. Or that jinn lost everything. When he refused to obey the order of Allah of bowing to Adam. And saying that, why should I bow to this person who is made of clay while I am from fire and fire is better than clay? Who told you that fire is better than clay? Strange thing here. But this, this person, na'udhu billah, because Allah knew that he doesn't deserve to stay as a muhtadi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested him with this and he, this man lost. Or this person lost. So in this case we are saying that when a man, when a person, whoever this person is having an arrogance, this is against Islam. A Muslim should be humble, should be treating people with humble, with nice, especially his brothers in Islam. Yeah, Muhammad just if you want to see the, the fantastic and the complete example, see how Muhammad did it by himself. He used to, to be with his Sahaba, subhanAllah, very humble, you know, a, young, a young girl will come to him and say, Ya Rasulullah, I want you. She takes his hand, she drags him to the, the, the Medina streets for something she, she wants him to do for her. Muhammad Abdullah Rasulullah and he said, okay, he give her her hand and he goes with her for Allah. He doesn't say, oh, Ishad, throat, better. Young child, yeah, go, go. He goes with her. An old lady serves him anywhere and she starts to him. He listens to her, sallallahu A Bedouin or a villager who comes to him, tough man, he comes and he, he takes his word of Allah, he draws and says, give me the money. Not your mother's money. This is Allah's money, give me money. How did he deal with him, sallallahu Very nice. He smiles in his face and says, okay, okay, okay. So he says, bring some money and he gives it to him. You and I cannot do this. Wallah, you and I cannot do this. If somebody comes and grabs you with this and says, give me your money, it's not your money. You will fight. But that's Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So all of this in here is not acceptable. Now if this is a guy who is really poor and he's making that of this. Wallah, he's making Right. The last one, that's why they deserve that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not talk to them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not bless them in judgment day. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not it will punish them severely. And the one we're talking about, which is the case of our here in this hadith, the one who is selling and buying by the name of Allah. Using the name of Allah as a way or a means to sell his merchandise or to buy. By swearing and swearing and he's lying. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish him severely in the judgment day. Will not talk to him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Will not bless him in the judgment day. Na'udhu billah. That's very strange. That's very strong case. We have to remember that a Muslim who wants to sell, okay, show the merchants that. Say, this is in front of you. If you want to buy it. And if there is something wrong in it and nobody knows about it, tell about it. Muhammad Hassan said this. Now you come to see people. Some people try to avoid, but when they say, you say, car is in front of you. You want to buy it? Take it. As you see it. He doesn't tell what their problem is. No. No. This is not in Islam. Oh, we're not talking about the people who are really making a lot of uh, hiding, you know. No, no, this is fantastic. Me and me, just buy it. And you take it from there, two steps and the car is down. This is cheating. And he swears. Wallahi. And wallahi. This is, you cannot find like it. Subhanallah al So the money he is gaining by this swearing, lying swearing, has no barakah. And he may have troubles in dunya before Akhirat for it. Yes, Allah Azza wa Jalla. Again to remind, what does this have to do with Tawheed, monotheism? Again to say, to glorify Allah wa Ta'ala, to remember His grace in Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, not to use His name in such cases, to gain more money. Allah is greater than that. Allah is greater than that, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. More, more, much greater. Also in the Sahih, Umran uh, bin Hussain radiallahu anhu, one of the Sahaba, said that Rasulullah sallallahu said, the meaning of what he said, that the list of the people is my generation, or the people who are on my life, then the people who are after him, then the people after him, after them. Uh, up to now it's okay, the case is clear that Muhammad says that Sahaba, of course, better than Tabi'een. Tabi'een are better than Tabi'i Tabi'een. Fine. In general, of course. Sahaba is clear. Nobody is like Sahaba because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already in his holy book mentioned that he liked and he is satisfied with Sahaba. لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنِ الَّذِينَ يُبَايُعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ خلاص. رَضِيَ means he is satisfied. He is pleased with his Sahaba. But we say Tabi'in, Tabi'in, Tabi'in. Sometimes it's not a general, and the general but not specific. Some of the Tabi'in, Tabi'in are better than Tabi'in. Some of the Tabi'in are better than Sahaba in the case of knowledge. There were ulama of tabi'een and there are some sahaba who are not ulama. Lots of sahaba, they were good ones and they were outside and they, they didn't, didn't have much of knowledge. So in case of knowledge, you know, this is maybe this tabi'i like Sa'id ibn Jubair, like uh, Hassan al-Basri, Sa'id ibn Musayyib, so many tabi'een, high tabi'een, who have learned this deed. But still we say sahaba are bitter, bitter in, in general, of course. So now in this case, we go to the evidence of the hadith in here, and he says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that then there will come people who will get testifying before they are asked. They will get they testify without asking. They are just jumping for they, they don't care. They, they, and you know that testifying on something like in court is now you have to say you have to make swearing. Wallahi al Adim, I will say the truth and only the truth. He doesn't care, he will say. Although he knows that he is a liar. And I have seen and I have heard also, some people are standing by the court here in Riyadh, waiting for someone to come if they want, want me to testify with you. Yeah, let's go. You testify with me, you don't know me, and you just testify. What is this? What do you mean? Subhanallah. Muhammad cursed those people who make shahadat al-zur. Shahadat al-zur is testify something you don't know. This is shahadat al-zur. Say, when can I testify for something? You testify for something when you see this thing like you see the sun. Because Muhammad told one Sahaba, do you see this sun? He said, yes. The meaning of the He said, on that 
make your testimony. That's why. Otherwise, don't. Don't make a lot. Maybe, so I make That's why. Or a guy just tell us, just to help him, you know, because he's from my area, he's this, he's that. Oh, well, uh, he's my family, I'll go and help him. I'll, I'll testify with him. Yes, that's why this is a big case. So, Muhammad was telling that after these three or two generations of good people, there will be people who come to testify without being requested, and they will be unjust, they will be uh, bad people, you know, when they deal with these cases. He mentioned some other cases, it's not in our talking here, so we don't want to discuss the whole hadith, actually. Uh, last hadith, is similar to the one we have discussed just a few minutes ago, it's talking about Muhammad Hassan is telling, the hadith of Ibn Mas'ud, Muhammad Hassan said, the meaning that the best of the people is my people, and my, my level of people, then the people who are after them, then the people who are after them, then there will be people coming, bringing their shahada, doing the shahada, testifying before their oath, or their oath before their shahada. Same thing the other one, but different in some cases, that they are always swearing for anything, even if they didn't know it. If they are, even if they are not sure about it. They go with them to the court as an example, or to some, in front of someone and say, yes, wallahi, I have seen this, and they are not. Subhanallah, this is a very dangerous case. And this is the case of the chapter in here, to, yani, Muhammad is warning us from doing such a case. Muhammad is warning us from using the name of Allah in our cases like this. Yes, if it's true, and you are sure 100% about it, and you are required and you're supposed to make shahada for this case, go ahead and do it, and don't be afraid. But if it's not true, or you're not sure about it, no, don't do it. To save your deen is a lot better and a lot more important than to save that guy from being punished. Let him be punished, so what? He did the wrong thing, he will be punished for it, but I will not lose my deen just to save this guy. Muhammad sallallahu clearly told us that the person who makes this shahada testifying zur, yani untrue, not sure about it, he is cursed. He is cursed. Upon the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, maybe he this later on, inshallah, in some other chapter. So, among these, in Ibrahim ibn Adham, Ibrahim al-Nakhai, actually, Ibrahim al-Nakhai, one of the best tabi'in, he said, when we read this hadith, he said, when we were young, our parents, our elders used to buy beat us for giving shahada. Yani, don't give shahada unless you are 100% sure. They were treating them, they were uh, uh, raising them to be so afraid of giving shahada without being sure about it. So he said this used to be beat us when we were young not to do this. One more case, just to يعني, uh, clarify this point, is that we are used in our life. Wallahi, no wallahi, no wallahi, yes. We are using wallahi, yes, just not we are actually making swearing, but it's just a thing we are having always. Whenever I say that, okay, fine, you are not going to be punished for that, but also you have to remember the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, لا يؤاخذكم الله باللغو في أيمانكم. This is law in Iman. 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 Not Iman, Ayman. Iman with Kasra Taht, Ayman in the top. Ayman means swearing. Or oath. لا يؤاخذكم الله باللغو في أيمانكم. يعني if you are used to say, والله, لا والله, not me, you don't mean by that that you are swearing, that's okay. But, ولكن يؤاخذكم بما عقدتم الأيمان. So if there is swearing, that's something you are swearing on, you have to stick to it. 
I guess you say also still we have to be careful, try to make ourselves read, يعني, uh, habitual to not to use the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if in our regular world. Why to use the name of Allah ta'ala? Unless it is really, to respect the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should use it only when we really need it. In dua, and in this case in swearing, we swear only when we are sure 100%. That's the case of swearing or uh, making art frequently. We discussed tonight. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to hear from you. Oh yes, kafara. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned for the case of kafara. Uh, in case that it is going to be gradually. Or selective. Uh, a person who makes an oath or swears on something, then he does not do it. Or he made an oath to do, but he did it. He did not to do, but he did it. What is he going to supposed to do? Okay, he's supposed to, first of all, release a slave. If he can't, then he will go to giving food for ten poor people. Food or clothes. If he cannot, then he has three days. This three days is very famous among people. Anybody then just think of, and no, not true. First of all, that to release a slave. We don't have slaves now almost. Cannot hear that there are some slaves available we can buy and, and release or free. Then we come to the second one which is to feed ten poor people or give them clothes. Clothes, ten people. You know people around you, you made an art, then you just yani, uh, break that art, then you just give ten people food for that, that food for one, 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 yani, uh, one time. One time, just food for ten people, and that's all. Now, question here, why, why to break the, the, the art? Why to break the, the swearing? Okay, sometimes you should, you must break. If someone makes an art that he will not talk to his father, he was so angry and he swore that he let talk to his father. This oath is haram. And he, he must break it. But also breaking this oath must be given to poor people a food. Sometimes he makes an oath not to give sadaqah to that guy because he doesn't like him. Later on he will remember, oh, astaghfirullah, I made a mistake. Then he will break this promise, this oath, and he will feed these ten people. Poor people. That's the case of Kafar. Any question here? Here in Saudi Arabia, we, uh, we are organizations who collect the Kafara. Okay. Can we give the Kafara to them? Yes. Yamin and yes, yes. Um, these offices of Jamiyat um, al-Bir. Uh, Jamiyat al-Bir has so many branches in here, and they are collecting everything يعني for sadaqa, for zakah, for uh, even sometimes for qurbani, udhiyah, يعني uh, they say okay just we will do it for you instead of you going to look for poor people maybe you are tricked because sometimes you see people are coming and digging in the masjid and you are not sure about them sometimes they are not, sometimes they are richer, uh, wealthier than you I remember in Riyadh here we saw one guy he, he had uh, يعني, uh, he is a handicapped and he is he looks like very poor. People are giving him sadaq. And he came big in the masjid. I saw him different masjids. And when we asked about him, we find that he is having a company of limousines. 
Why? Why is he doing this? Subhanallah. Subhanallah. A person who starts to beg, he can't stop. It's a habit that like drinking alcohol, na'udhubillah. A person who drinks alcohol, to become an alcoholic, he can't stop. He become addicted to begging. Uh, we have a story in here that some kind of uh, two guys having a very big problem, then one of them, he uh, destroyed something for the other one, and that thing he, 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 he destroyed, of course, say 100,000 riyals. So they went to the court, and the court, the judge said to him that you have to pay him this money back. Since you destroyed his thing, give him 100,000 riyals. He said, I don't have. So that other guy said, go and beg. I don't care. And he said, guy, this guy, he took his advice and said to the beg in the message. And he collected 100,000 riyals. And he brought it to this guy who refused to take it. What happened? The beggar continued to beg. He can't stop. Khala. He got addicted to begging. So make sure that your sadaqah to be given to trusted people. These offices, inshallah, or these jam'iyyat, hopefully, inshallah, they are trusted. Inshallah. Yes, sir. Yes. But in uh, India and somewhere there, uh, the court is forcing to take vote on uh, the Holy Quran. Is it recommended or what is that right? Okay, actually they are making odds on Allah, but they are putting their hand on the Holy Quran. Right? I swear by Allah. Okay, swearing by Quran, if he means the, na- the words of Allah. Uh, Okay. They're not saying that, you know, happens. They're not saying by, by words. They're saying whatever I'm saying, I'm saying the truth. Truth. Yeah. yeah. But even though, okay, hold on, let, let me explain this point. Uh, swearing by the words of Allah, Quran, is okay. Because swearing by Allah, by His names, by His qualities or attributes, is okay. Yes, it's okay. Now, if He means this, if He means this book, Mus'haf, which is containing this, he's swearing by this? No, this is wrong. But he's, he's swearing by the words of Allah, which is in this Mus'haf, it's okay. Uqsim bi ayatillah. Nabra. Ayatillah is sifa, because Allah spoke this. So it's his, his attribute, we can't swear with. It's no problem. It's no problem. It's no problem. But the person who is putting his hand and swearing by the Mus'haf should mean the words of Allah in the Mus'haf, not the Mus'haf itself, the papers and the ink. No. You should swear by the na- the words of Allah Taala, which is the Muslim. Uh, okay, this is, this is not mentioned in, 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 in Hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu or in Quran to put the hand on the Muslim. This is something I don't know where, where they got from. But the correct way is to swear by Allah, to swear by His name or His attributes or qualities. Maybe this is the idea, yeah. Could be this idea. Should there is one question here. Huh? Uh, if someone promises to n- not to do some some action, hmm? then breaks this promise, then pay the kafara. After this, is he permissible to do that same again act? Yeah, because it's one one art. It's not a promise. No, a promise is not the case. We're talking about art or swearing. A guy swore 
not to do something. Then he break, he broke this swearing or oath. And he paid the kafara. Khalas, he can go ahead. Continue do it again and again, no problem. No, there is no case. Because he swore once and, and he made kafara once. Khalas, no problem. Yes, no problem. But if he swore again, ah, this is the problem here. If he made another swearing and break it, then he has to be another kafara. Say, what if he makes two swearing at the same time? <laughs> one break, one kafara. The division, and if he makes 1,000 swearing, but one, one breaking, then it's one kafara. Otherwise, 1,000 mushkila. Jazakum khair. Say, there's more questions. We'll see you, inshallah, next week. Jazakum khair, wa rahmatullahi